What I'm about to share with you is probably something you've experienced at some point creating content for your business. So I'm going to take you back to Tuesday. It's now Saturday when I'm recording this particular episode and I'm getting ready for my midday Instagram live. This is something I've been doing for about six, six weeks, eight weeks maybe now. Anyway, it's a regular habit. I was feeling good, had my few notes written up, all ready to hit live 12 o'clock and launch straight into it. I did launch straight into it. Things were moving along, a few people popped on to the live and then about 15 minutes in to the 30 minute conversation I was planning to have, I get a knock at the door. I pretend that I don't hear this knock. I keep talking because I'm on an Instagram live. You can't really stop. You can't get up and leave and come back. So I kept going, I just ignored it. And then a couple of minutes later, a saw starts up, some kind of jigsaw or something like that. And it's very loud. And I'm thinking, oh, this is probably coming right through this recording, but I'm going to keep going anyway, because as they say, the show must go on. I got to the end of the live, signed off, and I thought, okay, that probably went okay. Maybe there's a few interruptions in there, but let's pray that my microphone just picked up mostly my voice and not much of the background noise. Yesterday, I upload the I download the live because I usually upload them a bit later. I, I edit, trim the start and the end of it sometimes a little bit. And I upload it to some software called Descript. This is a great AI platform that's good for transcribing. You can edit podcasts and videos and things like that. I upload it and the dang thing isn't transcribing. It isn't picking up any of the words. And I'm going, what is going on? What is going on here? And for about an hour, you know what this is like. You have a tech issue and it feels like it goes on forever. Anyway, the thing's not transcribing. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is ridiculous. This recording already has been interrupted. And I don't know how badly interrupted it was because I was waiting to get it into this program. Anyway, I go back to my phone and I think, okay, I'm going to re-download it from Instagram. Mind you, all of this time, I never bothered to actually check the recording when I downloaded it the first time. And well, what do you know? Turns out my microphone wasn't working properly and there was absolutely no sound. So if anybody had jumped on the live, they would have jumped on and thought, oh, this is a bit strange. I can't hear her and probably jumped straight off. They neglected to tell me that they couldn't hear me. All this to say, my excitement of getting this Instagram live up and hopefully it not being a complete disaster actually turned into a disaster. And I was unable to use any of it. There was no sound whatsoever. So. There was no problem with the transcription software. It was actually all my fault. We don't quite know what went on with the microphone. But anyway, here I am sharing with you today what I was intending to share on Tuesday. So we're going to talk today about finding your voice. Very interesting that it's an absolute coincidence. There must have been something going on cosmically on that day because... 
It was what they call the Lion's Gate, 8th of the 8th. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe I was supposed to be meditating and not trying to go live on Instagram. Needless to say, the whole topic of conversation of finding your voice, I was actually on mute. So there was no voice. There was nothing for me to share. I know that a lot of you put lots of content out there and you're working on your marketing and you're working on getting more consistent and you're trying to find your unique place in your market. You want to be known for something. You want to stand out in a way that people go, oh yeah, that's Ruby or that's Michael or that's Anna. We know exactly who she is and what she does because her content has that unique sound to it. It has that unique look and feel about it. And so finding your voice is actually a really important thing for us to work on. For a lot of us, and certainly myself, when I first heard this, I thought that I actually had to go searching for something. Just like I had to go searching for my authentic self, I had to go searching for my voice. What's interesting when we talk about finding our voice is that a lot of us actually had a voice once upon a time. We were probably really vocal about a lot of things once upon a time. Especially if you go back to your childhood and you ask your parents, what was I like as a child? A lot of the people that want to find their voice were probably quite vocal as children. And somewhere along the lines, for me, it was probably in my teenage years and maybe a little influenced by corporate, but somewhere along the line, we lose it. Or we're told that we should turn it down a little bit. Maybe you shouldn't say those things. Or if you do say those things, something's going to happen to you. We all know that from social media over the last few years, it's actually put a lot of people off being on social media because they're so afraid of what people might say. If I think back to my childhood, and I've said this many times, I loved the idea of performing. I used to create plays with my sister and cousins or any young children that I could gather together around an idea and we would put plays on. We would create shows and dance and sing and all of these things. And so for me, it was never really an issue. I just did it. I was never really afraid. Then in high school, I had a couple of experiences. You could call them bullies. If you've ever been in that experience as well, you'll know that, that you tend to change yourself a little bit. You change yourself to fit in because heaven forbid, if you do something, everyone will know about it, right? I think I probably changed myself a little bit after my high school years. And then of course, there's those corporate days that many of us have experienced or at least being in a job where we are led by people and people that want us to behave in a certain way and sometimes that means that we aren't outspoken we sit and we put our head down and we do our work and we don't really use our voice a lot perhaps our work doesn't even require us to use our our voice or maybe that opportunity is given to someone else 
And so all this to say, many of us get to a point in our career running a business and marketing our services where we think, oh, actually, I really want to be able to write. I really want to be able to speak on podcasts, but I'm so afraid. I'm nervous. I don't really know what to say. And I want to say it in a way that is unique to me. I don't I don't want to sound like everyone else, but what is that? So we go on this search to find our voice. A few years ago, I came across this amazing writer and he calls himself a writer that draws. His name's Austin Cleon. And he wrote a couple of great books, one in particular that I recommend to all creatives called Steal Like an Artist. And he talks about finding your voice in this book. One of the things that really stood out to me that was a light bulb moment was when he said, but now I realize that the only way to find your voice is to use it. The only way to find your voice is to use it. It's hardwired, built into you. Talk about the things you love, your voice will follow. And I thought, you know what? The guy's right. The guy's written a lot of books. He writes emails. The only way he has found his voice is by using it. And so that is the first thing I would say to you. If you're feeling as though you don't know what your quote voice is, how you want it to sound, how you want to express yourself, is to use it, is to create a project that means that you have to consistently use your voice, whether that be written or whether that be speaking. It could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube show, it could be anything. And I'll touch back on this at the end of this conversation. But I want to just start off with that because a lot of us will do these deep dives. Like I said, for me, initially, this conversation around finding your voice led me to think about what might what might have happened to me that mean that I lost my voice. And so we go down this rabbit hole and we overanalyze it to the point where we actually don't do anything because we spend a lot of time analyzing where in our life our voice was lost. But really, you've got to just start by using it. There's always going to be another little voice in your head that's judging the voice. So by repeatedly using it, over time, we're going to become clearer. When we're clearer, when we know our ideas, when we're clear on what we want to share, and we know our story and all of these little things that I've actually shared with you over the last few weeks in the, in the Instagram lives, when we're clear on those things, we start to drown out that little voice, that over-analytical voice that discourages us and and analyzes every single time we use it. Something that can also happen when we're in this process of finding a voice is that we listen to a lot of other voices or we read a lot of other people's words. And I think this can be really helpful. My husband, John, he's a great writer. What he's done in that process is to look to other copywriters, look at other writers, from all sorts of fields, not just from marketing and business, which is what our work is in. 
And he's threaded some of the ideas through that they talk about, some of the different ways to bring your words together and create interesting concepts, interesting copy that captivates people, persuades them, all of these things. But in doing so, he's also had to make sure that he creates his own style. And style is one way that I think we can think about this voice. This voice is like your unique style. So just like you have a unique style with your fashion, you might have a unique style with how you present yourself, the way that you talk, your voice has a style. And our style can be a collection of little things that we have learned over the years. Just like our fashion style might be all these little things that we bring together. So your voice is no, no different. And I think it's completely okay to look to other people, to study them, to understand why their words are so magnetic or so captivating and practice the techniques that they use. I would definitely say that like anything, we need to look at examples in order to help us create our own style but what we want to make sure is that at a certain point we start to create that as our own instead of trying to imitate these people we use them as inspiration but at the end of the day your unique voice or your style is completely crafted and created by you it's coming from you and there's many things that will go into creating your voice. I'm not going to go into those today, but just remember that those people that you use for inspiration, you're not trying to become like them. You're simply using them as a tool to help you with your practice. The other thing with finding our voice that's really key, and again, I've spoken about this probably two or three times already on the lives that I've been doing on Tuesday. So you should totally come along at midday Sydney time if you're ever free. One of the things that I've been speaking about a lot is sharing stories, particularly when it comes to finding your voice, sharing your own story or sharing stories of things that have happened or things that you've noticed, observed in your day-to-day -day life are critical to finding your voice because the types of stories that you choose, the particular moments in your life that you pick, they're all going to create a certain style. That style may be something that's very humorous or something that's got some really deep and dark moments in it. Maybe that style is one where you talk a lot about overcoming big obstacles and coming out the other side and so there's a like a real crescendo with your stories and it's very epic and there's a lot of energy and so your style will start to connect back to that continually. I tend to go back to a lot of themes around confidence that's why we're talking about finding your voice and a lot of stories for me in my past that relate to those things. And so that you can see, oh, this is how she came to do that work. This is how she came to have that confidence or that style or that's why she's 
maybe a little more dramatic or excited or there's a lot of energy because she tells these stories of when she was a child and and she was this certain way and did these things. And so there's a lot of connection between the story and how the voice comes to be. What you need to do is you need to practice with writing or speaking, some outlet that allows you to practice, number one. Number two is to use story and to share stories that help you to evolve that voice and to develop it over time. That leads me to my final point, which is developing your voice over time. If you think back to some of the greatest painters, some of the greatest inventors, greatest writers, even singers of our time, if we look back, right back to Leonardo da Vinci, the only way that they have been able to find their voice is yes, the practice, but also the fact that they have given themselves time to develop it. They have looked at this as not necessarily a destination that they arrive at and suddenly they have their voice, although that's maybe how it feels, whether it be songs or whether it be books that they write, novels that they write, they do start to have a very similar sound. So at a certain point, someone will have found their voice, they'll feel comfortable in their style. So they very much found their voice, but they've only found their voice over time, practicing and practicing over time. When I think back to being an architect, when you find your style as an architect, it's quite similar to finding your voice as a writer or finding your voice as a singer or as an artist. You're taking bits of influences and you're creating something of your own. You're also creating something that is usually influenced by people that you've worked with, by your studies, your own interests and where you want to take your architecture style, what's meaningful to you, your values, all of those things go into creating your style as a designer. And this takes years, this takes time, this takes 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 years. Some people will work over a lifetime to create that style or to find their voice as an architect. And so it's not something that you need to be in a hurry with. You can look at this as a really beautiful journey. And over time, you'll create something that feels authentic to you, that feels unique to you. When you go to then use your voice in your content and in your marketing, people are going to recognize that because they can see, they can feel that you have really cultivated this. You've not just look to copy what else is trending or look to copy how someone else does something because uh, they're doing pretty well so I should probably speak like them or they're doing pretty well so I might craft my writing like that. I have spoken many times about how my early days of starting coaching and, and starting to build a business I very much went down that direction of being heavily influenced and it did me a bit of a disservice. And then I came back the other way and it, it's such a relief, I will say, when, once, you, once you let go of needing to do that and find your own thing and really double down and believe in it and invest the time in, in creating that voice and finding that voice, 
and then using it, using it. So my challenge to you, if you listen to this and you enjoyed it and you're thinking, this is something I'd really like to work on because it's important to me that as a business, I have something unique. I have something interesting that people are connected to because I know that it's one of the key ways that I'm going to break through and to stand out. And I'm going to do this work to find my voice. My challenge to you is to find a practice, find something that you can do regularly. You create a podcast, you start a YouTube channel, maybe finding your voice for you is to do with art or it is to do with writing songs, blogs, articles, emails, something where you're either speaking or you're writing and you're going to practice that for the next 21 days. You need to be doing it at a frequency, ideally daily or every couple of days. And you need to be shipping the work. As Seth Godin would say, you need to be putting it out into the world. I can't stress that enough because if we keep all of our ideas inside of us, if we keep these words inside of us, there's no way we're really going to know whether that voice that we've crafted, that style that we have is truly connecting with people. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm glad I got to share that funny story with you because I know that we all have crazy weeks like that sometimes where it just feels like it's one thing after another. You're not alone. You're not alone. And please know that these things we can get through and they can't stop us from putting out our amazing work into the world and helping the people that we truly want to help. They're just little obstacles in the path. It's nothing that we can't get through, right? So have yourselves an amazing week, weekend, if you're listening to this, and we'll talk to you very soon.